0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Torpedo bearing steady at 315. Best range, 900 yards.
2: Torpedo impact, 20 seconds.
0: What books? Pardon me. What books did you write?
2: I wrote a biography of Admiral Halsey called The Fighting Sailor about uh, naval combat tactics. I know this book. Torpedo Impact. Your conclusions were all wrong, right? Ten seconds.
0: Halsey acted stupidly.
2: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four,
1: three, two, and. Um- so, yeah, so, so um, Ryan gets on board the Dallas where he kicks that man in the face who has to wear a plaster for the rest of the film.
2: <laughs> yeah, just... I forgot that because I didn't realise it was him who gets knocked. Because when he's swinging... Which, by the mm. way, do you know they filmed that in a car park? Fuck off. They filmed it really? in a car park. They just put... Because if you watch, there's a lot of it. You can just see the bottom of a helicopter and a rope and him dangling.
1: Mm.
2: So, yeah, they just filmed that in a car park. And they would just... I oh, would bang it in later. Oh,
1: um, man, but but he's...
2: Yeah. No, you wouldn't. It's great. And he's mm. swinging around. What I will say is there's an effect they use a lot in this when they're out at sea of having um, like water spray. Mm. And it's clearly an effect that's put on after because it doesn't matter oh, how God. much water spray there is. No one's face is getting wet.
1: Yeah. There's he- that is heavy at the end where with like yeah, yeah, a little yeah. rain coming down that's not there. Yeah. Then um, the Red October is going through a really narrow undersea canyon.
2: Oh, this is great, this bit. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's—I mean—it's the slowest car chase ever, oh, oh. which because they're being chased by a missile. But it's so exciting because they—it yeah. does such a good job of explaining the sticks Because it so it turns out the Russians have have some sort of. Um, highly detailed uh, maps of these underwater tunnels. And mm. if you're like, if you don't time it right based on speed and, and how long you're traveling forward, you'll just crash to the side of the thing. And you and you can see the um, the guys on the map go, okay, you've got to turn left right now. And Connery's like, no. Mm. But you've got to, I don't want to. Fuck off. Mm. And then that's how he gets away from the rocket. But
1: yeah. Well, again, the that's rocket how it comes back later, doesn't it? Torpedo. Yeah, yeah. Torpedo—that's the word, yeah. Yeah. So Jeffrey then, Jones loves a torpedo. Loves it, yeah. Some some people call him that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Ramius and Sam Neil have a little chat about and then uh, about stuff, and then Sam Neil goes, "Where will you live when we get to America? Where are you going to live?" And Connery's like, oh. "Oh no!" Connery says that to him, and Sam Neil says, "I would like to live in Montana and marry a large American woman who <laughs> will cook rabbits for me." And then he goes, "We will get a truck, no, an RV." And I love it, it's so sweet. He goes, we will go from state to state. And Connery just nods and he goes, will we need papers? And he goes, no, you won't need papers. No papers. And he goes, then I shall do that. I will live in Montana. And it's just so sweet.
2: It is very sweet. I wish he'd survived and seen what the dating scene was like in Montana. Like, imagine sticking out on your Tinder. Yeah. Like, Greg with the heavy Russian accent, but he's had to change Mm. his name. He's like, I'm looking for a woman who will watch me shoot rabbits. And then it'll cook them. And she has uh, to be round.
1: Uh, used to live in a large black thing full of semen. <laughs> now out on the dating scene and ready to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um So the Dallas is following the October. And then the October stops and performs a manoeuvre called the Crazy Ivan, which I love this. Mm. It's basically, as Jones explains to everybody... What they do, because uh, the Dallas shuts off its engines as well. They turn it, they turn, they turn off their engines and kind of, it's almost like they're peeking around their shoulders to see if anyone's following them. And that manoeuvre apparently is called a crazy Ivan. Apparently... I think that got made up. but by... Oh, it's just a bit yeah. where,
2: it's just a bit at the start of this scene. Jonesy's listening to his headphones and mm. uh, the captain, uh, not the captain, the chief of the boat Cobb comes in. Mm. And he says, I, always, yeah, I heard a lot of crazy things, but I never heard an old phantom submarine. Yeah. Uh, hmm. That guy's really good as well. He's great. That's you know he, I've, he, he wrote it. Do you know he used to go wrote it? No, oh really? Yeah, he's a screenwriter.
1: I had no idea.
2: He's written himself a lovely little part there.
1: Oh, he has, because he does that. I've seen mermaids, I've seen That's this, it. that, and the other, but I've never seen a phantom submarine. So they're all, doubting, they're all doubting what Jones is selling them at this point. Yeah. So Ryan gets on the Dallas and uh, meanwhile the the soviet ambassador played by joss ackland beautifully yeah meets with the uh american state guy and says to him well um basically it's a bit embarrassing uh but we we ramius has stolen a submarine and we, we we might need your help in sinking it and they think about it and then he comes back later and says oh uh it's a bit embarrassing but uh <laughs> ramius sent a letter and he suffered a breakdown And he says he's going to fire all his nuclear weapons on the US. And so Ryan gets on board the Dallas and he goes to Mancuso. Hey, I've got great news. This submarine and then Mancuso goes yeah the orders have changed a bit yeah we've okay. literally he goes, he,
2: yeah. it happens at the exact right moment there's a guy he's gonna he, he's defecting he's got a billion dollar thing And he goes yep fair enough, fair enough and at that moment somebody goes oh, yeah, there's a fax you. he goes mm. all right i'll just have a quick look at this and you can carry on with what you were saying and uh, oh, <laughs> oh you're in shit now, check Mm-hmm. Um it, it turns what's the name of the bloke again? Ramius. Right. Dave Ramius? Marco right. Ramius. Okay, just checking. I know I know Dave Ramius uh, from Swindon. And um well, it turns out that he's gonna blow up New York. So you you mm-hmm. can go now.
1: And then Ryan goes, Look, I'll convince you that this isn't true. He's gonna defect. And Scott Glenn the whole time is listening, but he's giving orders to, you know, blow up the October. I love yeah. this scene. Oh, it's he, so good. He's, he's like so... <laughs>
2: he's hyper-focused he's He's doing his Mm. everyone is so good at their job I love movies where everyone's really good at their job Yeah, Yeah. but you can tell he's such a good actor that he's he's doing what he should be doing to protect Mm. him and his crew and probably New York from being blown up but he's also got one ear on Ryan and you believe that he's you can see his brain processing Mm. all this
1: Ryan goes look I tell you how I know I know this man so well I'll tell you has he done any crazy Ivans and that gets Scott Glenn's attention because he has and he says, he's going to do another one to starboard. And he always does it at the what does he call it, at the end of the hour.
2: He goes uh, in the bottom half of bottom the hour. Bottom of the
1: hour. Oh, I love it. And Scott Glenn's like, well, oh, whatever. And then, sir, he's doing another crazy Ivan. And he goes, which way? And they go, starboard, sir. And he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, Ryan says, well, we're going to send him a message because I think he's going to defect. So he gets them to send a message and Ramius gets it and alec baldman says at the end of the message if he understands tell him to send us a ping oh that's
2: right and he goes mm. um it's so tense this because he goes if mm. he um do, do you know if he, he will he be the only one looking through the periscope and mm. uh, he's like uh, probably okay well, there's a chance we'll have to tick but and then we we see <laughs> i love this scene. again another reason because i noticed this today today was the first time watching this in hd because i've only ever watched a vhs yeah and a dvd before now then what they've done there, and we haven't actually talked about how good the, the cinematography is. It's oh a my beautiful God, yeah, film.
1: Talk about that. Yeah.
2: It's incredible. The whole film is brilliantly lit. And I will say mm. the worst day that Jan de Bont, director of Speed, but DOP of this, had mm. was when he realised that some dick in the art department had made Ramius' periscope absolutely mirror clean chrome. Yeah. It is... A, if you pause it, the entire fucking crew... <laughs> it's reflected. I was like, maybe that's a there's a guy wearing a t-shirt that for all I know, it says federal boob inspector on it. Right. Sure. But it's, but you, you can see the, but maybe that is because it's a white t-shirt and no one else on the red October crew is wearing that. So it's definitely right. a giveaway and he's eating a big sloppy sandwich as well.
1: Yeah. And he's wanking.
2: Yeah. So it, it probably was McTiernan.
1: Yeah. Probably what we know about him now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Bon, who also shot diehard, which also looks lovely. Um,
2: It is a nightmare because it's not just on this uh, It's not just that he's turned up with panel lights And gone sticker there to look great The whole set design is about light And and coding it as well Because every every, there's three Obviously um, submarines in this And they all look mm. different because of the lighting effects
1: Mm. Connery said this was a nightmare to film wasn't it Because it was They basically built a submarine model And put it on a sound stage So they were literally sat in a submarine Yeah
2: for I always get the sense he always hated cinematographers, Connery did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he hated making films. Yeah. But Unless yeah. unless it was like in a hot place. I think I don't think he enjoyed himself very much. Well we talked about this a
2: lot. A lot of time you yeah. can go, where are they filming it? Okay, yeah. fine, that's three miles away from a golf course. Yeah. But there was no excuse yeah.
1: But he sends a ping. So Scott Glenn's like, Oh, maybe you're onto something. So then, uh, Baldwin furiously writes <laughs> out. Sorry, Ryan furiously writes out a note. He says if you are defecting, if you are defecting, send us another ping.
2: And meet us at this place. Yeah, that's right. He, he and looks he, for a and really deep place. Yeah,
1: really deep place. Um, and and sends it to Ramius, and Ramius is almost the acting here is beautiful because he's almost staggered. Yeah. To believe that. They someone's understood him because he says earlier to Sam Neil, "We could be fucked if we meet a buckaroo." Yeah, meaning a nutter. But if, we right, if we meet the right,
2: if we meet the right shot, this yeah. might work. If we meet mm. some
1: buckaroo, and that's exactly what's happened. He's met someone on his level who understands what he wants to do, and it's brilliant. So then he stages a nuclear reactor emergency. And he, gets, and he plays it beautifully because Tim Curry comes in and is like, what, what's the plan? What's the plan? And Connery's like, oh, we'll, we'll just open the window. And uh, <laughs> Tim Curry's like, no, no, you can't do that. It's a nuclear bomb. But yeah, that is the plan.
2: Reactor. That actually hmm. is the plan, isn't it? Hmm. He says, we'll just surface and open the door and let all the nuclear guff out.
1: Yeah. And he's like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And, goes, and Connery's like, hmm, oh, I guess we should abandon ship then. And Tim Curry's like,
2: yes, yes,
1: thank you, exactly. Oh, and like, oh, that's, that's a
2: good. That's a good idea. I'm glad you had it. Write down that <laughs> that was your idea.
1: <laughs> so then they. See, he's like, oh, I guess we'll have to surface then. And he's like, surface and tether all the lifeboats to the sub. So he surfaces and gets everybody off, apart from his defectors. And they all get in the rafts. <clears throat> and then the, the submarine goes back under again while they're all in the rafts.
2: Oh, it comes back because the Americans turn up.
1: Americans turn up and they We're say... on a
2: boat and they fire a rocket across its bow as a warning mm. and then Conry, re... oh they say they, they, they say something over the speakers about oh we're going to do an inspection of your submarine yeah. which obviously the crew was like oh well that would give away that we've got a magneto propulsion drive mm. and then and then Connery just goes oh don't don't worry about it you lads stay here me and the guys will go and scuttle the ship
1: yeah
2: and the doctor just goes oh you'll get the order of Lenny for this and Conry's just like yeah. oh you're, I don't want to be any bother no nah,
1: it's and fine,
2: fine. Then, oh because he i didn't realize till today it didn't register basically what he's saying is i'm just gonna nip in here and commit
1: suicide Mm
2: -hmm. and he just plays it cool play a cool trick it's Mm -hmm. just and the doctor's like oh he's a good
1: lad this one yeah he's so brave so he goes under and then they fire that missile and then james l jones presses the button to blow it up
2: i love that moment
1: oh it's brilliant and then he shows the guy's path and says uh that didn't happen and i was never here
2: I love that. What it actually mm. does is, so you see a close-up of the button, the mm. detonator button, and you can see someone's hands, but you don't know it's James Earl Jones' thing, mm. and he leans forward, and he pushes the detonator button, and the guy who's operating that bit of the desk, mm. he just lets it happen, and then James Earl Jones gives him his ID. If I was letting someone touch my detonator button, I'd be like, hang on, can oh. I see your card first? Because mm. you could be anyone. could be Jeffrey Jones. It's Jairus. all right. I'm from Embassy Video. Fair enough. Then. Yeah.
1: When's Boob Olympic Seven coming out?
2: <laughs> it's it's we're in the script. We're developing it. We're trying to get we're trying to get Klaus Maria
1: Brunder in it. <laughs> Except he's called Klaus Maria Brado. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. He likes to separate his projects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so do the ladies.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So 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 from the surface, a big explosion happens, and um, Tim Curry's like, "Wow, what a brave man." Oh, that happens. Oh, it's, oh, it's that's oh, later. It's, sorry, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, a whole so, bit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because uh, Ryan, Scott Glenn, and Jones all board the Red October, and we get the badly from Beverly Hills Cop as like a really happy rescue subject. Beverly Hills Cop three, Beverly Hills Cop three. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, three. Yeah.
2: Who was great? He was in another. who yeah. was in a bunch of stuff playing sleazeballs. You ever seen a movie called Sweet Liberty? Mm. It was an Alan Alda film, and he plays this slimy stuntman in it. Anyway, but he's great in that. Um, mm. He's, again, this is one of the things he's, he's on the screen for about 32 seconds and he's just, yes. he's great. I was going to ask and you. And be were, that
1: hammer and the
2: doom, doom, doom. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, I love this is a bit. So also we should say they've got the, this is, I found confusing. They've got, hmm. a, they've got a little mini submarine from the yes. Dallas. Is mm. that supposed to be the experimental mini submarine from the start of the film?
1: Yes. I, 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 I assume so because they made such a big deal of showing you a picture of it they made a show picture of it and it's mm-hmm.
2: and it's because it's the first one with the universal docking clamp yes so it has to be that one because they don't have any others do that so no, they made, made s- do a russian one
1: exactly but, they made such a big deal of showing you the blueprint of it at the but how does that get there uh it, well the, the boat that turns up to tell them that you know don't move we're here probably brought it and they probably just submerged it while they were there
2: oh okay yeah that's not explain i was confused mm. okay
1: so yeah, they 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 board them in October. They get and well. Then, first of
2: all, he knocks on the door, and there's I a weird it. moment mm. where they go, "Plang, plang," and then one of the uh, the Red October officers opens the door, and he looks genuinely surprised. He goes, "Americans? who do you mm. fucking think it's going to be? Fucking Deliveroo?
1: Yeah, fucking Avon calling.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. Your neighbours weren't in. Can I leave this for you?" <laughs>
1: Fucking creature of the Black Lagoon asking (laughs) if they wanted to buy any cookies.
2: (laughs) You want to buy this picture of Willy Thorne? No, we got a bunch in here. Like a lot.
1: Imagine if it was Willy Thorne's dead body ghost. (laughs) Not today. Not now, Willy. Not now. (laughs) I just think I've got a Brazilian for this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, just check. Willy Thorne's underwater ghost. Got his poops done.
1: I did. Yeah.
2: How do you wax
1: a ghost's poops? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I imagine he was probably thinking, "There's loads to say." Uh, did I just say Willie Thorn is—is he dead?
2: In certainly in this premise, but I think in real life okay. as well. So yeah. I guess we could find out in real life. If he's dead, we'll try and... Right, between now and next week, we'll try and wax Willie Thorne's dead pubes.
1: I'm just thinking he's going to go on a submarine where there's lots of sailors and he's going to have a lovely yeah. time. So he's yeah. got his pubes done. Yeah. Beautiful cue action. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Uh, I won't do the joke about putting the brown. We're better than that. No, well. Um, so they bought the Red October and then you get the lovely scene where Sean Connery's like, well, we'd like to, uh, the, you can have the submarine."
2: One thing, when they walk um, into the bridge of the Red October, it's the hmm. first time it's been lit this way. It's yeah. smoky. And even though we've just spent an hour and forty minutes in a, as an audience in the bridge quite a lot, we just because Yann Dubon is lit it so differently, they shot it so differently. It's so brilliant. It feels like you're walking under the bridge for the first time. Yeah. So you you sense what the Americans are going through going on there. It's just really clever bit of direction. Oh, that's
1: beautiful, and the dialogue's so good because uh, he sees Scott Glenn's gun on his hip. Yeah, and then he says something, and then Alec Baldwin he just laughs. he just leans
2: over to Sam Neill and goes. Buckaroo.
1: Yeah, and then Alec Baldwin laughs. And then he says, Scott Glenn goes, did he say something funny? And he said, oh, he said, he, uh, you look like a cowboy, sir. And he's like, fuck, he looks like a fucking prick. Sean Connors <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I speak English from- as well, by the way. <laughs>
2: yeah, this is where... This is where you do have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Because yeah. all the way through, it's been like, oh, you know what? Everyone's speaking with their own accents, basically, but we know that in the world of the movie, they mm. are talking Russian with Russian accents. And mm. then as soon as Sean Connery chips up, he's like, hang on.
0: Huh?
2: which put a fucking Lithuania's Glasgow in. <sighs> Edinburgh, lo- sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah, Edinburgh. you get letters for that. I will. It's a, it's a lovely little scene, because he basically just says, you can have the submarine... I wish to defect and uh, ha- have at you. Do you want to see, <laughs> bum? Do you wanna see <laughs> my bum? No. Uh, do you want to see Willie Thorne's bum? No.
2: Yeah. I'll probably so. just nip up for a cigarette then. Bye.
1: Yeah. So then, before they can really have a laugh and, you know, <laughs> talk about the differences between the do a type five on Russian people drive like this, Americans drive like this, yeah. um, Sten and Skarsgård turns up. In his submarine. And fires a torpedo, and Connery's like, steer towards it, and Scott Glenn's like, are you fucking crazy? Oh,
2: I love this bit, mm. because they get talking, and mm. um, they, they, they get chatting. Well, I met this bloke when I was defecting in a submarine yeah. one time, yeah. uh, but they get chatting, and he goes, he goes, uh, he sits him down, he sits Jack Ryan down, uh, yeah. and says, okay, now you're going to manoeuvre this submarine. And Jack yeah. Ryan's like, What? And he goes, turn that, and he gets really shitty at him. He goes, see that knob, turn it right. He gets really mm. snitty, like, I'm so sorry, I can't drive a nuclear submarine, you wand. <laughs> right? he, gets, he gets, oh, fucking women drivers, you know what I mean? And yeah, uh, no, no, don't do a bitch on Connery, right? I'm I'm CIA, and he goes, you're CIA? And he goes, I'm not an agent, I just write books, All right? which is the end that he has then, because when this missile's coming towards him in a minute, and he's flying into it, and it's like 20 seconds to impact, there's that lovely bit where Connery goes... By the way, yeah. which books do you write? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> He's just leaning. what what's shite do you write? Is it sort of romance novels or what? It, no, I wrote a book, about, and I love this bit. I wrote a book mm. about Admiral Halsey.
1: Mm. I read that. It was fucking shite. Mm. Halsey was wrong.
2: Halsey, oh, all your conclusions were wrong, Ryan. Halsey mm. acted stupidly.
1: Yeah. And it's I... Actually- I I've mm.
2: seen this one 40 times, and today was the first time I remembered to Google who the fuck is Admiral Halsey and what to See, I only know about do.
1: Admiral Halsey because of a Paul McCartney song.
2: Really? What was the it's song Paul called?
1: There's a Paul McCartney song called Uncle Albert. Uh, Uncle Albert, Admiral Halsey. And what? And
2: it's, 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 does it detail what happened?
1: No, it just says Admiral Halsey had a butter pie.
2: Are you joking?
1: No. Admiral Halsey notified me he had to have a berth or he couldn't get to sea. I had another look and I had a cup of tea and a butter pie. All right,
2: that is not what uh, Admiral Halsey's famous for. What's he famous for? Admiral Halsey was... Uh, so during World War II, yeah.
1: um,
2: he was supposed to be uh, protecting, I believe, the Philippines from uh-huh. Japanese um, naval attack. And he thought i can't be bothered and he thought cause apparently to the north was the fleet of japanese ships
1: hmm. and he
2: went i'm gonna have a pop at them because i haven't killed genuinely he was like i haven't killed anyone in fucking years
1: right
2: and um so he he went up he went up north turned out that the fleet that he thought was there was a completely a decoy and he came back and the actual real japanese fleet had done their bad actions oh and uh, so that's what he's famous for for completely fucking. also the other thing was he didn't tell anyone where he was going. Imagine uh, not radioing in and I'm going after a bunch of fleet guys. He goes, shouldn't you stay there? Ah, no.
1: Did he have a butter pie?
2: See, that's not recorded by history.
1: Mm, Alec Baldwin but might I
2: He might well, Paul McCartney apparently knows. Apparently.
1: Yeah, so it's, what, what Alec Baldwin should have said is that I, I wrote a book about Russian dissident poetry. I wrote a poem called The Soviet Union as a Kazi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brezhnev is a cunt, and uh, I want my freedom. I, I
2: I also wrote Leslie Nielsen's Bad Golf Played Good. You know, I know that book. Oh, I love that book. That's very funny, VHS tip.
1: I, I wrote a book about the uh, all-star celebrity golf tournament of 1987 <laughs> with you and Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bloody love that book. Oh, a, oh look, a
2: full page spread of Tom
1: O'Connor. Oh, I put Corbett on my shoulders and I said I fancied a caddy. And he said, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so he turns towards the torpedo. Everyone thinks he's crazy, but what happens is, is there's a safety thing on torpedoes, which I didn't know. And if and um, it basically just disintegrates when it hits the red October, because it didn't have time to arm itself. Lovely. And Scott Glenn's like, bloody hell, what a... I don't know why he's Australian. Bloody hell, what a manoeuvre! Um... So, but meanwhile, while that's all going on, fucking one of Red October's cooks, Loginov, turns out he's he's a secret Russian KGB fella. Yeah. And he's the fella that's been sabotaging the Red October all this time. Yeah.
2: Except Can the last know? time it was sabotaged, when that was Sean Connery. Yeah. yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So he opens fire and bloody hell, he kills Sam Neil. Yeah. And you get this beautiful last line where he just looks at Connor and said, I would have liked to have seen Montana. And then he passes away. Mm. I was very we sad, we assume. I? He might just pass out. Yeah, true. He might shut himself. If I just close my eyes, no one will know. Ah, fucking shtick, there. <laughs> Put him in the top. Put him in the top. Eat up, tube and fire him out into the water. <laughs> Fuck hell. <laughs> Um, so then, Ryan and uh, Ramius go and find the um, shooter, and he says to as he walks off, he says to Scott Glenn, "You can take control of my submarine," which is a really nice moment. Yeah. And then we get the really funny bit where Baldwin's Ramius gets shot, just like clipped. So Jack Ryan says, "Is there any other way out of this place?" And he says, "No," because they're in the, like, the engine room. So he climbs, he goes up so he can look down, and as he's climbing along, he starts doing a Sean Connery impression. Yeah, that's
2: the thing. <laughs> yeah. Even at this point, I'm like, oh, maybe he, he doesn't sound Edinburgh to the other yeah. people. He just sounds Edinburgh But then when Alec Bowden goes, here's my impression of the Russian man I just spoke to, hmm. things, don't react too well to bullets. It's like, ah, no, he's not. Genuinely, <laughs> not he's done hmm. his Duolingo in Edinburgh.
1: Yes. So then uh, Skarsgård fires on the Red, Red October again with a torpedo, which this time is not... Hasn't got the safety measures on. And then the Dallas is able to divert it towards herself using countermeasures. And then the the torpedo comes back and then the Dallas steers the torpedo towards Skarsgård. And I love this bit because Skarsgård's assistant is like going, what the fuck are you bothering with this for? You're an idiot. And then the torpedo comes back and he goes, ah, thanks, you killed us all. Well done. God, I'm imagine,
2: like, oh, imagine the last thing of your as a captain of ship is a slow hand clap or a duh, mm. but we, so then, we we don't know enough about Tupolov, but we no. know he's a wrong because he, he just because the acting it feels like oh. the sh- it feels like there's a vendetta between him and Ramius. We just don't know anything about it.
1: I reckon he banged his wife, Willie Thorne. Willie Thorne. what a slut! Oh, uh, wait
2: a minute. that's Connery's wife, isn't it? Tupolov's wife is oh. um, Ray Reardon.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have come to have sex with you, Ray Williams, a vampire. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But the, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, some of our some of our younger listeners may not remember that Ray Williams <laughs> was, was, very was good nicknamed the vampire. Of vampire.
1: Suka. He was very good potting the Reds, wasn't he? Because <laughs> he yeah, was a vampire, are. and you know, <laughs> I, I used to pot was... them and then suck them in their pocket.
2: See, I wasn't sure if he we were doing a joke about the Russians then.
1: No, it wasn't. It was because he's a vampire and he drinks blood. Oh, I thought it was
2: part of the Russian just
1: because he, I, I don't know, puts a Russian in him. Puts a Russian in him, Ray Raiden. Well, he yeah. is Ray Raiden. That's a good porn name, actually. Yeah,
2: it? yeah it is, actually, yeah.
1: Chess Rockwell and Ray Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Willie Thorne's a good porn. Willie name. Thorne's pretty good. <laughs> Willie Thorne and Ray Raiden in... Uh, Pot in the red. No, they are
2: in and the pink. Dennis Taylor might work if you change the spelling of his surname. Yeah. I always put it in their tail. Okay, we get it. But that's... oh yeah, Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is that one?
1: Steve Dickers. No, no, that's too far. That's all. too far. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stephen Endry. Yeah, no, that yeah, works yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call cool. oh. pot in the pink. Hi, I've come to play snooker today. Well, I can. Show you to your table.
2: Oh, you know what? We've missed yeah. the obvious one. Yeah.
1: Cliff Mountjoy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually I think I
2: mean is it Cliff or is it Doug? Anyway, Mountjoy's oh, yeah. definitely right.
1: Mountjoy's too obvious when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Taylor could put his pants on the wrong way round.
2: Yeah, oh, just, you know it's what? Dagman Joy, and he was hmm. from uh, Gecky Gare in Wales, So that's nice. It's, oh, that's nice. Uh, and he looks like a porn star, actually, if you Google him. Oh, good. Where was Ray Reardon from? I think he was from Potoba. but I think he was fairly yeah, think... close as well.
1: No, Transylvania. You're wrong, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> the answer was Transylvania. <laughs> yes.
1: He's just a sweet snooker player from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Tim Curry could play him. Anyway so the the crew of red october and their little boats are like oh what's going on and then it fucking Skarsgård's guards blows up did you notice i
2: will say this all those russians mm. have got they've got like a coffee like they've just been through a costa
1: yeah they had the coffee didn't they yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, um, but
2: uh, I, i'll get these for everyone i have a lo- loyalty card there's 90 of us i'll get 80 and then we get 10 for free okay let's go
1: so then they're all like well the captain's very brave He scuttled the ship and killed himself what an amazing man meanwhile joss ackland goes back to the security advisor um was well, yeah and and the security advisor tells him oh, i'm really sorry but the red october blew up and and there's so much wreckage that we can't mount a salvage because it'll just take too long and ackland's like oh well maybe one day we could do that and he's like yeah sure and he's like, oh, by the way.
2: yeah, goes, yeah. yeah. It's, you can tell that neither of them trust each other and both no. of them know something might be up. Because maybe one day there will be the technology to mount yeah. a full in- investigation. And the other guy's like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have to have a look yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know if you noticed in that bit, when he says that, you see a bat fly past the window. That's Ray Reardon. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, I've read that IMDb trivia cameos. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can yeah, tell yeah. he's holding a tiny
1: little cue if you look carefully.
2: If he Also, yeah, If you if what it says on the IMDb trivia is John McTiernan, uh, yeah. director's trademark, Ray Reardon cameo. He's in all John McTiernan's films. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the guy, I don't know if you remember in Die Hard when um, uh, Al Powell buys all those Twinkies and yeah. says, they're for my wife. That's Ray Reardon. He says, they're for my wife. And he goes... Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: In uh, Thomas Crown Affair, Ray Ra- Raiden is the step they fuck on.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. amazing! He part. just leaned down. Mm-hmm.
2: And then he had René Rousseau got banged on me.
1: It doesn't sound like he's from Transylvania in that voice, though.
2: Well, you know, Rene Transylvania.
1: Rousseau got banged on me. Oh, oh,
2: oh. oh. <laughs> what was the ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho? Wait a minute. They're making vampire resource for Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, yeah. He likes red.
2: Frank Frank to close no i can't think of it mm. probably just Santa a clause with the clause. the clause, yeah
1: yeah anyway so and um, then he goes oh by the way uh one of our submarines went looking for october and it disappeared i love this the security guy goes hang on a minute you've lost another submarine He goes. he uses his name that's
2: the real password andre mm. You've mm. lost another submarine. <laughs> and mm. then it cuts back to Josh Anglund and he's just fiddling with the brim of his hat. Like fucking Wonderful. Stan Laurel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, gotta...
1: I just wanted to... That was my Stan Laurel impression.
2: <laughs> it is funny to see, but I think if yeah. I had lost a submarine so close to a known defector and mm. something was probably up, I wouldn't mention it to anyone. No. I would like... No, we've still got definitely all of our subs.
1: None missing... None missing. No, all good. So then Ryan and Ramius they go up to the top of the sub as they they arrive at the Jeep the the Penta Scott River in Maine. And then Ryan's like that island over there. Me and my dad used to fish there. And Ramius is like, I couldn't give a shit. He doesn't say it. He says uh, <laughs> <laughs> he
2: doesn't say, don't give a shit. And they cast the credits. <laughs>
1: and then Ray Reedon comes out there. And he goes, that's all, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Ray Reardon will return in. <laughs> Patriot games. <laughs> oh,
1: be the hell of a queue at the cinema. Uh, so, so Rabius tells him that um, he defected because the the Red October was built for preemptive sh- nuclear first strikes, and he didn't want to support such an action. Now, this is goes back to what you said at the beginning that Connery read the script and was like, "Well, that wouldn't happen now," with Gorbachev. Yeah, and they said to him, "No, it's 1984. and he was like, "Oh, yeah, maybe so." And then you get the great line where he says, um, uh, I think that Baldwin says to him, what will happen in Russia? And he goes, oh, they'll just keep on uh, changing. And then he says, a revolution now and then is a healthy thing, isn't it? And he says, yes, welcome to the new world, sir. Because he talks about Columbus.
2: Well, he makes up, he makes up a poem by Columbus.
1: Oh, he makes it uh, up. Well,
2: he he didn't. He, he says ah. this is a poem by Columbus, and it's not. Ah. It's written by ah. Larry Ferguson, the the chief of the book.
1: Ah. He which says. I didn't know you could
2: do that. You can't just say Christopher Columbus wrote this. It
1: might All be right. the Christopher Columbus who wrote Gremlins.
2: When I've got the fucking horn, I think about Willie Thorne, Christopher Columbus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I feel like I've got a tear gone, <laughs> I think oh. about <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, no, no, I was going to do one for Jeffrey Jones but I'm not
1: going to. No, don't. No, no. Um, so then we get... But it, the... it, it rhymes with
2: Mount Joy, but I'm not doing it.
1: No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get the lovely closing shot of Ryan is on his plane going back to London, fast asleep, and he's got a, another bear, as you mentioned, that was in Die Hard, to go with his daughter's bear. Ah. I like it when films do that, because it, sh- it yeah. could have just ended
2: with the credits over the submarine going down that moonlit thing. Mm. But it's just, it just wants to just completely close off every plot line. It's lovely.
1: Yeah, it's just a shame it gets ruined with the, the Ray Reardon gestures the camera. He's like, come here, come here, come here. And it goes over, and he gets his knob out and pulls the foreskin <laughs> right back. And he's like, look at that. Yeah. It's my beef art. <laughs> oh, so cut.
2: I... <laughs> This is why we fired the editor. He kept had he kept bringing in his own footage of Ray ridden showing us his cock end. He was the weird thing is, I don't know why he winks and chalks it.
1: <laughs> Someone puts fifty p down on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me next, they say. <laughs> anyway, that's the hunt for an October. What a joy to talk about.
2: I oh, was, I was lovely. It got a bit more. uh Snooker bits that I was into.
1: Spread. I would never have guessed we'd focus heavily on snooker, but we did. One of the greatest films ever made, and we talked about Ray and more than Sean Connery. <laughs>
2: well, I do talked think about him a
1: lot on this show of new. Yeah, that's true. But I do think this is one of my favourite films, like in my top ten, definitely of all time. I,
2: it's definitely my top twenty. I think mm. I I use my top twenty to mean like my top hundred. There's about mm. there's about eighty seven films in my top twenty, but this is definitely yeah. in it. I love definitely, it. yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you want to do the questions? Yeah, go on then. All right, so I've done the questions that you've asked 87 times now.
1: Because you've been on this podcast so much. Dan's decided to write questions for me. I've
2: decided that I'm going to write you some questions on Hmm. Hunt for October. So, John Rain, if you had your own submarine, what date in your own past or event in history, because obviously Red uh, October is named after the October Revolution of 19, have hadn't. Uh-huh. Um, so what date in your own past or event in history would you name your own submarine after?
1: Dry January. <laughs> the Hunt for Dry January. Yeah, that could also be, like, a book as well.
0: Yeah.
2: It's, I'm guessing uh, Dry January is not The Hunt for Dry Jan. No. Which sounds like, um, <laughs> after Sean Connery left Willie Thorne, where's Jan? I want to have a going on hard now. Um, <laughs> Okay, so dry jam, the hunt for dry jam. The Magneto-Hydro-Propulsion Drive on the Red October is called the Caterpillar. What would you call your Magneto-Hydro-Propulsion Drive? And like the Caterpillar, it has to be named after a break move. The Body Popper. <laughs> that sounds like it'd be quite noisy.
1: Yeah, and it sounds Jones- like someone Jones- fell in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jonesy, just, I can hear something. Was it Magma? I think it's. it sounds like Body Pops. What well,
1: guffs. Yeah, guffs. Sounds yeah,
2: like guffs. Yeah. Yeah, they the whole crew. Should we tell them to stop guffing captain?
1: Let them guff. Let them guff. it's their last guff as Russian men. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huh. Okay. Uh, best Jack Ryan adaptation, in your opinion?
1: But October
2: definitely correct by miles correct. yeah by miles
1: yeah.
2: Okay. uh i think then it is uh it's um clear and present danger is the
1: yeah, fairly distant I agree.
2: second i'd agree I, I couldn't get into what was the one that some of well actually what was what, what's your worst jack Ryan adaptation
1: well i've written it because i can't even remember the name the ben affleck one some of all fears yeah that, that was rubbish but i haven't that seen the tv series rubbish. i watched
2: one episode it's fine yeah I mean not obviously it's not because I didn't bother watching episode 2 so I didn't have a clue what was going on no. I didn't give a fuck no. so that's actually not a good ad for show
1: sure. Not really
2: Okay so no. Alec Baldwin Harrison Ford Ben Affleck and Jim from the office have all played Jack Ryan who would win in a fight and why uh,
1: Harrison Ford because he's Harrison Ford what Do you think Yeah it's very much uh, the blacksmith, the the uh, Locksmith joke Yeah I think so but you've missed a question Have I yeah. I haven't finished yet. All right, go on. Maybe we just go did on. him in a different
2: order. So, I, yeah. I reckon, mm. I personally, I think it's Jim from the office because he's built like a brick shit house now.
1: Uh, yes, but then I can't imagine Harrison Ford being better. Do you know what I mean? Even he's though Alec that Baldwin's in a... shape, though. No, Alec Baldwin's a better Jack Ryan, but if it was a fight to break out, I just, I'd like Harrison Ford to win. I'll, I'll put it that way. I'd like him to win. You would like that? Okay. Yeah, because he has to be protected.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, where's my question sure. yeah. oh yeah oh you're right I did miss one I added one in yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 who would you cast in the Connery and Baldwin roles in a present day remake
1: okay I had to think about this a lot right
2: because
1: yeah, initially yeah. For, initially for the Connery one I put Stellan Skarsgård forgetting he's in it already so
2: Stellan Skarsgård as Ramius yeah you could still do it you could still have it but yeah yeah
1: but then I thought no because he's in it so I can't have that and then I thought about Jared Harris And I thought maybe not he hasn't got the gravitas So I've gone with Kieran Hines.
2: Oh my God! Mm. Oh, that's great. I just watched him in Munich the other night. He's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, He's
1: great, yeah. Because I'm thinking of The Terror. He was very good as the captain of The Terror. I've done your show, yeah. Oh, so good. And then I thought for the Baldwin role, you'd need someone who's fairly clean cut, blue eyed, all American boy, Chris Evans.
2: Oh, yeah, I can see that because mm. well, I mean, they already did it with Chris Pine and he just it, I don't think it was his fault he's just not quite right for it
1: no whereas I think Chris Evans could pull off because what you need with Jack Ryan is to be a bit of an action hero but like a, also like a bit of a every man family man and I think Chris Evans is like well he was literally Captain America so you can't get more America than that mm. so I've gone with him
2: yeah it's nice Yeah, no, I think I, I, I agree with that okay <laughs> Um <laughs> Red October is full of sexy naval commander names like Charlie Davenport, Bill Steiner, and Joshua Painter. What made-up naval commander name would you invent?
1: Brilliant question, by the way. Um, I've gone with either Tim Cooper or for his Russian counterpart, Yudinikobolikov.
2: Do you know what? Yeah, I wrote. I did not. Not in the thing I sent you. I wrote in my notes. I bet John says who'd Hujanika Bolikov.
1: Oh, wonderful! Absolutely.
2: <laughs> We've done this together a lot. We
1: have, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: and that is all the question. Although I will say, just one last bonus question: based on your own mm. research, did Admiral Halsey act stupidly?
1: Yeah, I think he did. Uh, and also, the, 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 a butter pie isn't really a thing, unless someone can prove me wrong. I've never, until that song, I'd never heard of a butter pie.
2: Do you think it's but a pie like pie? A buttery crust? Or do you think
1: it's just a pie with a fucking bunch of butter in it? I always assumed it was a pie with a bunch of butter in it, but I'm going to look it up. Now. But wouldn't that just be... thing. Is it? Oh, my God, it is. Uh, a Lancashire butter pie. What is it? It's a traditional savoury pie, consisting mainly of onions and potatoes. Uh, it's sometimes known as a balm cake. Mm. There you go. Oh, there so you uh, get the dish is, the is mentioned well, huh? in, the, in the Paul McCartney song, Adr- Uncle Albert Admiral Halsey there you go so yeah I think he acted foolishly but we you know we won the war so what is it foolishly but in this case deliciously delicious he was part of the upper crust (laughs) well Dan thank you so much I enjoyed answering your questions very much
2: thank you very much it's uh, as always a pleasure to be here
1: I think more people should take a leaf out of your book and ask me questions who have been on more than twice yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah, it's nice. Uh, I really enjoyed watching and I really enjoyed talking about The Hunt for October.
2: I'm glad we found a way to talk through it that wasn't just going like, too fawning about it. Yeah. Because that would have been... I I I love this film so much. I've, I've watched it twice in three days. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an absolute joy. So if anyone hasn't watched it, first of all, sorry, we just spoiled it for you. Mm. But watch it anyway.
1: Where did you watch it, by the way? Netflix? Netflix, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's on Paramount Plus as well. That's where I watched it. But yeah, watch it if you haven't seen you, you, it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm. And if you well, have got Paramount Plus, also watch Cheers. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah.
1: Um well, Dan Thomas, as usual, thank you so much for joining me and now we can go to the surface and applaud all our applaud all our seamen. Thank I'll you. I'll just uh, thank you and I'll just leave it for Ray Weeden to say goodbye. Goodbye. Ha ha ha.